So everyone, welcome back to Tumbleweed Talks. We're here to talk with a returning student who's also a new mother, get her experience entering into the, the nursing health science program. I'm here with Emma Gilmartin. Hello. And Yavana, our, um, what's the word? Returning mother student? That's Re- not right. Returning mother student? <laughs> that's not right. Illustrious, that's the word oh, I was going for. Our illustrious mother. guest. Hello. For the podcast. Oh, and no. our producer, Naomi. Hello, welcome back. This is exciting. It's very exciting. Yes, and it's really nice to meet you, Vaughn. So how long have you been at Saracosa? Um, I started in 2017, but I dropped out, and I actually returned last semester, which was fall 2019. Okay, very cool. That's awesome. Well, good job for coming back. Thank you That's very much. the hard part. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's like a struggle. You- it's the hard part. Honestly, I'm also a returning student, and it took me a little longer than two years to come back. I was more on the on the range of like three to four. So, yeah, I um, I decided that my child was old enough to be able to do daycare and everything. We kind I figured everything out with okay. it. I thought you were gonna say do the dishes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, two year old boy. <laughs> she, get no, to she, it. she's she's barely turned a year and a half in in December. Oh, so Almost. I barely was able to get her into daycare this semester. I couldn't have him for my first semester back. I had to figure all of that out. That yeah. was a, that Are was you using the daycare at the college? I am, yes. Yeah. Do you I, like it? I do. Did you have any trouble building a schedule around the childcare? I definitely would say so because I had to um, I had to get all of my units and they mm-hmm. times your units by two and that's the hours they give you. And so I had okay. to build the schedule of when she's going to be at school. Like, when she's going to be at daycare versus when I'm going to be at school and then have time for me to study in between. Right. So my hours, it's, I automatically get my classes that I have the hours for covered, but then I have that times two. So if I'm taking 12 units, I have 12 hours, and I have to place the 12 hours somewhere in the middle of the week to have, like, a schedule so where I can study for myself and go to school. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's definitely difficult because it's a matter of, I need to make sure that I'm up there to get her at five, but I also need to make sure that I complete my homework because she she's a little menace at home. She yeah. she screams and runs rampant. She she's she's great though. <laughs> That's interesting because the like the recommended hours you're supposed to spend studying is like it's more than your units times two. Mm-hmm. It's like your units times three or something. They say you should spend at home mm-hmm. studying, doing homework. So if they don't even a lot that many hours for daycare, that kind of signals that the daycare is not really being structured around you to be able to study and do your homework. It's structured around you just being able to come to class. But you can't really succeed just by coming to class. And they have their own sort of like schedule. Like they don't accommodate for parents with night classes because if they work in the daytime and they have to take night classes, they don't have childcare for their kid because the daycare closes at five o'clock and there's a lot of classes that go from six to eight or my CNA course, it's going to go from 3.30 to 8 o'clock at night, and I'm not going to have childcare from 5 o'clock mm. to 8 o'clock. Mm. So I feel like maybe they should have a second shift that could watch the children and accommodate yeah. for the parents who need to take later night courses. Especially so. with yeah, the absolutely. new schedule where everything is in the morning or night. Yep. You can't just have one section of, like, day when there aren't actually any classes being scheduled. That's, that's right. That's they weird. cut, like, mm-hmm. one to four, didn't they? Yeah. In a lot of classes. So a lot yeah. of, usually it's, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot more night classes now. So if they don't have childcare available, that's 
it's definitely very difficult, especially yeah. like because I know plenty of single parents who have struggle who don't have childcare and they can only take night classes. And yeah, exactly. I, you know, I feel for them because it's already hard enough being a single parent, but then also having to balance childcare and school and study oh time gosh. on top of that. Like that's admirable yeah, by itself. Totally. Absolutely. Man, that's tough. Because I know what the school would say. Like, if they listen to this, if you talk to them about this, I know what they would say. It's money. Mm-hmm. Costs money to keep the daycare open. Costs yeah. money to keep people working there. And it's not something that they really get a return on. But man, like, how many students use that daycare? So, Yavana, <laughs> how many students use the daycare? Because I have no idea. Um, I'm not sure, but I knew I know that they prioritize student children, students with children. Mm-hmm. Right. So you could be a m- member of the community and still utilize the college's daycare, but oh, they more cool. look for if you're a student, you're basically first on the list. If you're right. a low-income student and you don't meet the uh, money requirements per month, then you get in for free. Okay. Oh, so like interesting. A three-family household, they have to make fifty-two hundred before they have to pay for daycare. So me and my daughter and my husband, we sit there and we were very concerned if we were going to have to pay or not. And then we figured out that we only had, we didn't have to pay for it because we had 52, that we, you know, we don't make 5,200 a month. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. quite quite a lot. Yeah. It's like 60,000 a year. Yeah. It's a pretty good salary. (laughs) And I mean, I wish we made that much. Granted. One day, once you graduate, you get that nursing job. (laughs) And it's very nice that they accommodate to people with lower incomes, people who are more on the, um, like, EOPS, DSPS, FAFSA, all that. Like, you know, people who can't afford to give their child daycare. Totally. So they, like, went, they were mainly focused around students and their children because they want them to be able to go to school. But I feel like they don't accommodate fully for them. Mm-hmm. So that's it's one of the more unfortunate things. But I do yeah. appreciate like, them watching, you know, the children. I just wish that they were I don't know I, I want to say better equipped that's tough but the daycare is pretty well utilized mm-hmm. right there's so, definitely a lot of kids and there is some room for improvement right right they could expand the hours that it's open and that would be a big deal we know like vaguely we know that the college gets paid a certain amount of money from is it the state or is it federal? Federal work study. It's federal work study every year. And that goes towards programs like the daycare, right? So that's how the student workers over there are getting paid, is through that work study. Is the college utilizing all that work study? Is Yeah, that's a big question. Is, or, or is there a way that they could optimize better with the work yeah. study hours that they have available? Yeah. I don't know. Are they taking complete advantage of the funds... Yeah. that are given to them. Exactly, yeah. And I know that having student workers, um, based on my own experience and based on different things that I've heard around campus, I know that having student workers can create more work for the people who are using them, the people who they're working under. Like administrative work, you mean? Yeah, because when you have a student worker, sometimes you're kind of like, trying to come up with things for them to do. Because I would imagine most of the employers on campus are like, they they want to have student workers. They want to um, help them make money. But is there really enough work that a student worker can do 
that would be like intern level work. Right. That would be appropriate for them to do. He's like, my job at the research office, I'm not dealing with the math side of it because I don't know how to do that stuff. I'm not qualified to do that. And so it's just a matter of what can student workers do? And that could be, that could potentially be a reason behind the possibility of the college not utilizing all of the work study funds is that people just don't want to take on more student workers because they don't want to create more work for themselves. Yeah. And I understand that. Like that's, I get, I get it. <laughs> I don't want more work if either. If that's true, then it seems like the daycare would be a perfect candidate for that kind of, to, to put those extra hours. Yeah, because... Because the daycare has a system in place. Mm-hmm. It already has all that administrative level BS that they have to go through to pay student workers to be there. Adding another one into the mix doesn't really increase the workload in the same way that it would in, in another position, right? Like creating a new position creates more administrative work than it does adding a worker into an existing... See what I'm trying to say? I see what you're saying. Well, it's a daycare. Yeah. I mean, they already know what their job is going to be. Yeah, it's, and all, it's already set up. It's yeah, their supervisors running. already know what they're going to be telling their student workers because it's a daycare. It's, it's child care. Mm-hmm. And so they could easily expand it into a night shift if they wanted to. That is... Yes, that's the, that's the creamy center of the argument right now is that if we just expanded the hours over at the daycare, it would help students like Yovana and other students who utilize the daycare yeah. in a huge way, it sounds like. right? So, like your success, I don't want to jinx you, <laughs> but your success is connected to your ability to use the daycare, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the more you get out of the daycare, the higher chance you have of succeeding at graduating, getting your degree, and going on to become a nurse, which is like an honorable, much-needed position in the world today, in the city, in the state. Literally know, everywhere. Yeah. Literally yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And so. they have um, like internships. They have partnerships with the hospital in town, so you get like real work experience. Yes, I know that they do a lot of clinicals at Bella Sara, mm-hmm. which is the... Um, the old folks home? Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else to call it. It's, it's odd. I'll Nur- get it. <laughs> nursing home? Yeah, the nursing home, yeah. I think. And like they, you do clinicals there, and that's where a lot of the CNAs that come from the college get their jobs. But Bella Sarah actually started their own CNA oh, program. Oh, okay. It's a free program, too. Oh, wow. So everybody is looking at, like, oh, there's a free program. So now they're countering with the college's program for people who are trying to take it and trying to get a degree because CNA was a competition. CNA was a required prerequisite for the LBM program, which is the one I'm currently trying to go to at COSO. And I had it in my long-term med plan. I'm already signed up for it. And then I found out, well, it's no longer going to be a prerequisite. And it was kind of last minute. And they're like, oh, we might also might be adding some more prerequisites. And it's just like, so (laughs) you guys are taking and adding more courses and the CNA course, you know, not being a requirement anymore, it kind of messes up with a lot of people's plans, especially with Bella yeah, Sarah trying yeah. to take away from the college. Maybe it's inadvertently, maybe it's not purposeful, but 
maybe it's also just because they need more people to work at Bellasera because most people that I knew that became CNA at this court, that this campus, went to Bellasera and they stopped being CNAs because of how bad Bellasera is. Yeah, mm-hmm. a, lot a lot of, of people, things about yeah. Bellasera. <laughs> a lot of people do not like working there. And yeah. I have had plenty of friends that have worked there, that worked there for over, you know, a year or two. And they're like, I can't, I can't do this. It's, it's too much for me. They don't treat the nurses well there. They don't, you know, it's just a lot of stress. And then you work overtime, but then you don't get the overtime. And it's like, just a lot of things that people, I've heard a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I've had friends that are just like, I went to school to be a CNA so I could have a career and possibly move up to be a nurse or a bachelor's in science of nursing or whatever, you know, transferring yeah. to another college. But being a nurse at Bellasera has caused me to not want to be a CNA anymore. And that's rough because you spend the time, you spend the hours, you spend your own money sitting yeah. here trying to get a career, and then you just, you know, now you can't. Because My goodness. you basically hate it now. Yeah. And that's so unfortunate so because, you know, we need more nurses. We need totally. more nurses' assistance. You know, everyone bags on nurses' assistance because they're not a nurse. But without them... A nurse can't, a registered nurse can't do her entire job if she doesn't have that certified nurse's assistant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of the load still goes on the certified nurse's assistant because they do the grunt work, mm-hmm. as a lot of people would like to call it. A lot of stuff that a lot of nurses don't want to do. It's still important work. Yeah, it's yeah. still, it's work that needs to be done. Yes, cleaning bedpans. Oh, it's, it's you know, it's not what you want to do, but it's a starting point. Everyone exactly. has to start somewhere. Yeah. And the fact that, Working at Bellasera has caused a lot of people to not want to be a nurse or, or go forward with their career. It's it's sad. It's yeah. unfortunate, honestly. And Bellasera is sort of where the college's program is steering mm-hmm. nurses towards, is what you're saying? From what I know, that they do the their clinicals. So they when they leave the campus and go down to the college to like do work at the at the hospital. That's where they go. That's gotcha. where, you know, oh, I had okay. I had some friends that went down there for clinicals and stuff. So they had to learn how to be a certified nurse assistant, mm-hmm. how to do everything. So they don't just go in blind. Mm-hmm. Right. And then a lot of people are like, hey, you know, this, is, this isn't so bad because they don't see how it is. And they're like, okay, well, I'll just apply here because, you know, they're going to hire me. Yeah. Kind of thing. So it's, it's, it's kind of like a blessing and a curse yeah. Like, if you can go through with, like, and handle all of that, then good on you. But if you can't, then, you know. It's, it's rough. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And have you have you worked at Bellasera? No, I haven't. I'm, okay. I'm unfortunately not even registered. I'm not okay. licenced yet. Yeah, because, but you will be, so. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's why you're that's here. That's the goal. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dang. So. Did you always want to be on the career path you're on now? Actually, yes. Yeah. I graduated high school and I immediately went into college and started my prerequisites for a licensed vocational nurse, which is what my current major is right now. And I was I started on my prerequisites. I think I started with a heavier workload because I didn't have a support system mm-hmm. that would help me figure out what I need. Like, like, hey, you know, maybe you shouldn't put math. English, psychology, oh, and drawing all in one semester. Oh, no, those are like Did you see classes? a counselor? Yeah, I, I saw a counselor. They didn't really stray me away from that. They were just kind of oh, like, okay. oh, sure. so you're just trying to get it. And they were in the modules, mm-hmm. the modulars. Oh, and okay. so everyone's probably just like, I just I just want to help you and get it over with. You know, I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a box all day. <laughs> no, and I don't blame them. Like, I wouldn't want to be sitting in a box all day. Yikes. Oh, that's a lot of heavy classes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oof. So on top of that, I also fell pregnant. Mm-hmm. almost halfway through the semester. And I was diagnosed with hyper, hyperemus gravidarum, which mm-hmm. is 
you're basically morning sickness times 10 throughout the entire pregnancy. I was on bed rest. I lost my job. I was trying so hard. I was acing all of my classes regardless of the heavy workload. Oh, my gosh. And then I got sick. Then I started missing classes. And then I tried to quit my job. And they were like, you need to come in tomorrow. And I said, I cannot come in tomorrow. Like, I am so sick. Like, I had to stop driving on the way here because of how sick I am. Because I can't just keep coming back and forth because I'm, Mm. I'm like, like... It's, it's morning sickness. Fine. Like, it's extreme it's, morning yeah, sickness. Yeah, it's extreme morning sickness. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh and on top of it, like, I ended up getting a bacterial infection, oh. and then I ended up getting dehydration, and they were like, you have to come in and give us your two weeks. And I'm like, I can't even work two weeks. I can't even come in tomorrow. They're like, okay, well, then we're just going to count your occurrences and fire you. So I got fired. Oh, my gosh. And I know that I could have sued, but I was so sick that I could just care less. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then yeah. I was at... Better things to use your time on. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I was so focused on trying to be as healthy as I could for my child. Yeah. I ended up losing a lot of weight. I got really sick. You know, like, I mean, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't go from my own bedroom to the bathroom. And it's literally right around the corner. Like, it's not far. Like, I couldn't or else I would be sick. I would almost faint because I'm so dehydrated. I ended up in the hospital multiple times. So I dropped out of school. I kind of disappeared off the face of the earth, and I felt horrible for it. When you're that sick, it's kind of hard to not. <laughs> yeah, like, I couldn't even look yeah. at a phone. I couldn't look at a TV. Like I'm, moving like Yeah, yeah like, no. like my, my cat would go across the bed. I'm like, no, stop, don't, please, don't just, just stop. Like, I feel like I'm on a whole boat right now. Leave me alone, please. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it was horrible. And I couldn't, like, I couldn't amend it. Like, I tried to... Um, I tried to appeal with medical forms for the college so I wouldn't be on probation. Mm. I had a note from my doctor stated in December of 2017 that I had to be on bed rest, that I could not go to school, and I could not go to work, and it did not get approved. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding, dude. No, because my OB didn't put it in any other medical records, Mm. even though he stated to me that I was diagnosed with the sickness that I had. He did not put it anywhere in the medical records of it in my entire pregnancy, even though I was sick all the way up into the 42nd week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so it didn't get approved. Dang. And That's terrible. So I'm still on probation, and it's my second semester. And because it didn't get approved, my fi- I have to appeal my financial aid because they have it where they – count all of your semesters mm-hmm. they have a um, success rate and they also have a combined GPA you have to have a 2.0 GPA and you have to have a 67% per, uh, success rate and even though I did very well in my semester last in my classes last semester and I had a 2.6 and I don't remember my success rate for last semester but I had a 2.6 GPA they still combined it combined mm. it with my 2017. So I had an overall 1.6 and a 47%. So the school actually put you on academic probation? Yes. And you only, like you failed one semester? I failed one semester. All four classes had Fs. And they combined the GPA with last semester's, and now they're withholding my financial aid. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. So I had to appeal it. That sounds really extreme. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. And I feel like, like I thought I, academic probation was a, a longer term thing. Like um, you had to. Academic probation probation is different from the financial aid. 
like the academic probation is like you can't register for so many like units you can't register for this like this many units you have to meet with your counselor you have to make a new long-term ed plan you have to appeal it watch some videos mm-hmm. i did all of that i did everything that i needed to and they they, they appealed that part so okay. i could actually attend last semester and my counselor she's wonderful she's helped me throughout all of this um i love i love her Who's your counselor? Yes. Um, Jackie Stoner. Okay. okay. That's good to know. Yes. Yeah, she, shout out Jackie. Yeah, definitely. She, she's wonderful. <laughs> she's helped me through all of this. And That's she's awesome. helping me with the financial aid appeal. And she's she, she even gave me a recommendation letter because she saw how, although I was going through a lot last semester, I still persevered past my classes and I'm still going to college. Yeah. You didn't just kind of give up and, and, yeah. Stop, and stop yeah. trying. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot. (laughs) It was hard enough coming back and then having to go through the obstacles to actually be able to come back and then still pass my classes Mm -hmm. going through everything in the semester. You know what I went through in the semester. I know. I remember. You you remember So is there... I don't have any experience with that. (laughs) So this might be a stupid question. No, you're good. No stupid questions. But is there no way for you to be able to have that medical appeal? Is it just over with? Uh, as far as I know, they just didn't approve it. They didn't really update me any more than saying that it wasn't approved because I didn't have enough documentation. Regardless of my so. OB, my OB's gone now too, oh, so, so I can't oh, even. He can't, he can't even. Like I think he got fired. Well, which would make sense. It definitely would. He <laughs> yeah, was not very good. makes sense. Since he's not didn't my put goodness. it on any of your yeah. records. Not records. Like, like that's something that's really obviously very necessary. Right. And the fact and that like, he signed no. a paper <laughs> saying that I could it, but Maybe then put it in. Healthcare could benefit from some better organizational structure. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole it's a different kind of podcast. Yeah, like, that's a whole who who can't? Like, <laughs> what can't? Yeah. But I think what you're saying, Emma, is that usually there's um, usually keyword here. There's a process for like appealing. Mm-hmm. If you file a petition or something and it gets rejected, they usually let you appeal it at least once, okay. if not indefinitely. But maybe I don't know. Maybe that's something you look into. Yeah, in because like if it would make a difference at this point. I think that if I do well this semester, then I'll be off of probation. So it's okay. more of a I'm. I think I'm just gonna sit out, yeah. sit and wait it out this semester. Yeah. Do my best that I can. Yeah. Because I feel like at this point, like although I would love to try and reappeal it, I just I feel like it's just a broken record at this point. Like mm-hmm. it's just gonna be another disappointment because I feel like I have one piece of paper, they're gonna look at that and be like, That's laughable. Yeah. And I know that the new financial aid director, he's very student oriented. So I'm praying that he sees the situation that I went through last semester and when I first dropped out and takes into consideration how much I need the financial aid. Yeah, because yeah, I no am. Joke. On, yeah. I mean, you got a kid. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. just just in case anybody out there forgot, <laughs> or doesn't appreciate like how much how much work that is. You're responsible for a whole another life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot, and then like, and then I'm responsible for my own life. So I also have to take care of my own mental well being. Exactly. On yeah. top of it, and like that's that's a whole other thing. High too. amount of stress, just everything yeah. happening all at once like this. Yeah. I don't have a kid, and sometimes I feel buried. Exactly. Schoolwork, you know. I know. Yeah. Could you imagine, Cameron? No, <laughs> absolutely not. You're Man. astounding. Good job. Good, <laughs> so much. Yeah. Like, good job. Oh, I could never do that. You know, that's 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 a good story for scholarship applications. Man, yeah, oh, you yeah. should definitely totally. look into that. I probably should, especially because I'm considering transferring to CSUD because I know that they're changing yeah. too. That's where my mom went. Yeah, 
Yeah. And they have um, a bachelor's in science of nursing, which is higher than RN. And that's yes. what I want to oh, do. Oh, nice. You should definitely do that. That's an awesome plan, yeah. yeah. I, I think that'd be very beneficial for my family because I really want to be able to not only support myself, but to support my daughter and yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Totally. Because it's my number one priority. Like, don't get me wrong, because I would be lying if I didn't say the paycheck mattered. Because it's a yeah. it's it's a gorgeous salary, <laughs> like yeah. any anyone that's anyone like they want they want to be like oh I'm not shallow I'm not gonna say that money's like nice, you know <laughs> um, but it's just like I know that that salary is gonna be beneficial to myself and my daughter's future. Totally, my daughter I want her to go to college. If she doesn't want to go to college, that's fine. But like I want her to live a better life than what I was able to live. Mm-hmm. Totally, like she just she deserves the world. Yeah. And if I can get my if I can get my bachelor's degree in nursing, that's yeah. that blows my mind, honestly. And it's, a, it's gonna be a lot of hard work, but it's it's worth it. It's yeah. gonna be definitely hard transferring to Bakersfield because I'm going to be living on the campus. Yeah. Mm. So she's gonna stay here with family. Oh no. Okay. Uh. That's hard. Because they do have family dorms, but it's just it's it's different because I also I also want to get an LBN mm-hmm. job out in Bakersfield while I'm going to college so I can still send money home so yeah. she's good and I can pay for food for myself and I'm able to cover my car and you know, all, all that. that stuff. You Life know. is expensive, so. Oh, yeah. 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 Luckily, for anyone that listens to this, and if they are on DSPS, for, you can actually get on for anxiety and depression if you have proof that you're being treated with medicine. Interesting. Yeah, I actually found that out. And I found out that if you transfer and you're on DSPS with that and you have proof that you're being treated for that, you can live on campus for free. Oh, wow. You don't need to pay for it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That is. That's, that's, I found that's that like out, thousands. and I'm like, wow. that's insane, because I have depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. and I'm actually going back to a psychiatrist to get seen for it and I'm gonna I'm going to get proof that I'm going to be treated for it and I'm gonna be put on the DSPS program as well as EOPS and I'll be able to have more accommodations and more help and I feel like a lot of people you know if they feel like you know lost and they have anxiety and depression they feel like you know they aren't going to be able to do something I feel like that's definitely a good outlet because DSPS it's EOPS itself is so helpful honestly I've never had a nicer group of individuals. I know that I think it's Wendy and Rachel and I forgot the third lady's name. She's 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 a doll. I love I love them all so much. They're they're just so kind. They're just so helpful. And Jackie is actually the one that told me about the DSVS program and being able to be on it being treated for, you know, mental illness and I don't I don't think a lot of people realize that that's, no, you know, yeah. it's another thing you battle with going to school too. Like that's imagine yeah, having actually, that. Actually I'm really glad to hear that because we've been talking at the school amongst ourselves, Phi Theta Kappa, student government, mm-hmm. trying to do something around mental health awareness. Yeah. Just because we don't have a lot. We really don't offer a lot here. It's a small school, yeah. right? We don't offer a lot of support for mental health. But what we do offer, I think a lot of people just don't realize that it's out there. So thank you for not being shy. Oh, sharing that. Oh yeah, that's that's. I'm podcast, so happy to that. that. That's, I think that's a huge thing that might actually help people in a yeah. real concrete way. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, I used to be very shy about it, but I kind of just come to the stance that I would rather use what I have been through and what I'm going through to benefit other people by helping them and letting them know that they're not alone because that's something that's important to me. Because if I felt alone, 
I like I felt alone and I was lost and I didn't know what to do. Yeah. And I don't want other people to feel like that. No mm-hmm. matter if they like me, if I like them, I don't care. Like if they want to come talk to me, I'm always like, you know, I'm always open for that. And yeah. never I'm, alone. Yeah. Like, never alone. And I like try to let people know that. Yeah. Because and I think it's the more, so important. more you do, like people are like, oh, wow. Hey, there's other people like me. And right. Just, yeah. And if everybody just kept that inside, then people would really genuinely feel alone constantly. And that's just not a good way to feel. Yeah. And like the yeah. internal battle itself is just. Yeah. And like, I know that there are plenty of parents that deal with that too, because there, totally. a lot of people don't realize postpartum depression can go years. It's yeah. not just in the beginning stages of a child's birth. Yeah. Right. It can go for years. So you could have a five-year-old and still be depressed that you have a five-year-old. Yeah. And there's no shame in that. Because I love my daughter unconditionally, don't get me wrong. But I still do think about the ways, like, if I didn't have her, where would I be? Yeah. You know, I would have been actually, last semester, I would have been graduated from COSO with my license license for vocational nursing. Yeah. And, like, I think about that often. But then I also think, like, if I didn't have her, I wouldn't be where I am right now, pushing through everything that I'm pushing through. And it caused a lot of depression, and it caused a lot of, you know, issues within myself. But then being able to look at her and, like, do all this for her, it's rewarding. Yeah. It's honest-to-God rewarding. Totally. No, I love this deep. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's fine. I mean, I I agree with you 100%. There's no shame. No shame in that. Yeah. You You can't can't help it. You have thoughts. I mean, everybody thinks, like, what could be, what could have been. But, like... But you're very like comfortable with where you are, I think. And we're I, humans. I, we're all. It just kind of. We're prone to fantasize. Yeah. About, like how things could mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Best case scenario, if only, if only, kind of thing. Yeah. Best of both yeah. worlds. And I, yeah. Just the way it is. Okay. It's, it's a good thing to bring up too, because people probably feel bad. Like, oh, I should, I should never like. Like, I, I think I've heard people who've had kids and felt really bad about ever thinking, like, oh, what could have been. Yeah. But like, I mean, it happens. There's no shame in that. Yeah. Like, you know, you had a life before yeah. your child, and you're allowed to have a life outside your child. Yeah. You're allowed to, you know, go to school for yourself. You're allowed to go hang out with friends. There's no shame in that because you need you time as well, and you need self-care yeah. so you can care for the person you made. Yeah. Because if you don't care for yourself, how do you expect to care for another human being that only depends on you? Yeah, that's a very good point. Like, I don't <laughs> oh, know. Like, yeah, that's so true. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. Not just with kids, but, like, relationships mm-hmm. and anything. friends and yeah. everything. If you don't take care of yourself, you don't have anything to offer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, you can't expect someone to pick up the pieces for you. Like, it's a lot of, like, within, like, within yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that you have to, like, you know, there's a lot of things that, like, definitely is an internalized battle. But sometimes you need to heal yourself before you can expect to heal others. Yeah. You know, like... All I want to do is help people, but I know that if I'm not in my mo- most best mental state, I can't. And you know, it sucks wow. when I have to. That's tell like so me. Buddhist of you. I know. <laughs> and and I it, love it, it sucks because I'm not like. If my friends are sad, I want to help them. But if I'm not feel like I'm in the best state, I'm like, I don't think that I'm your best opportunity right now because yeah. I can't help myself and what I'm going through. And all I want to do is help you. Don't get me wrong; I love and care about you so much, but. I can't help myself, so I don't want to try to help you and then mess it up. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. yeah, it is really hard. Yeah, and it it would be hard on you, you having your own problems and then to take on somebody else's problems. So that doesn't really more help. More it doesn't more. help anybody. Yeah, exactly. That's why like being a psychiatrist is one of the most dredging. That'd be such places. a hard job yeah. because you have to take yeah. everyone else's into yourself, 
and it sucks. Like, you know, it's a hard job. And yeah, it sounds scary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you have to hear people's demons and then fight your own at the same time while keeping theirs into you because you have an oath. Yeah. You know, like, you have to internalize everyone else's and yourself because... Who, who does the psychiatrist talk to? Do they talk to another psychiatrist? Do and they just one, deal with and themselves? Then that one, there's just one head yeah. psychiatrist like that has it. It's a domino <laughs> effect, you know? Like, I, I don't know how people deal with it. Yeah. It's honest, like, you know, it's it's crazy to me to see people deal with stuff like that. It's, totally. it's admirable for sure. So I, I actually want to go back to something you were talking about, uh, about Bella Sarah and mm-hmm. the college kind of directing, or I don't know about directing, but... That's just kind of where the health, health students end up. Are there other options in town that the school could cultivate? Like if they built a relationship with another? Well, I feel like there are a lot of departments in the hospital that they could send students to. Like there's a pediatrics department. I definitely wouldn't suggest ICU because they're going to immediately book it and run because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a little, Trauma. Yeah, little, yeah. little gruesome. Um, but there's definitely the pediatrics department you could work emergency room because i think there are cnas in the emergency room um urgent care mm-hmm. they're also rumored of building a pediatrics urgent care so that's another thing that could be useful okay the yeah, ob department the hospital mm-hmm. like in a big yeah, way the, yeah like yeah. the ob department the there's a b-wing b-wing is for um maternal mothers mm-hmm. like pregnant or they just gave birth anything like that there's a lot of departments in the hospital that i feel could be utilized for student knowledge. Yeah, there's like, more than just Bellasera. Yeah, yeah, and like obviously, I understand that Bellasera would need staff, mm-hmm. and that's and like you know, don't get me wrong. Like they should have the staff, but now they have their own program. I feel like this the college should redirect where they're going to place the students and where they're going to do clinicals at, because there are other like there are other doctors' offices in town, mm-hmm. like there's the Heatherstone. I think that's what yeah. it's called. I know that's another clinic that some students could work at. Maybe Omni Health, but I'm not sure. Don't, how. don't go to Omni. Um, I'm not sure, like, helpful. Yeah, don't that. go to Omni. <laughs> no, don't go to Omni. I went to Omni once. <laughs> once. Uh, rural yeah. Health. Rural, okay, yeah. Although sometimes rural health is a little... Mm. Yeah. But but I just, I feel like they could... Uh, so there are there options. Are, it, it would just yeah. take them building a relationship with each other. Yeah, and I feel mm-hmm. like they have a relationship with... The, with the hospital because once you're in LVN you have 12 hour long clinicals that you go through the college for at the hospital mm-hmm. I'm okay. unsure if that one's at Bellasera I don't know a lot about the LVN program I'm still learning and I'm still figuring out everything that you're doing with all yeah. of the nursing so it's kind of like for me right now I've done research but it's also learn as I go so I think that the LVN clinicals are more intense more hospital centralized so maybe more ER and more like bigger patient care mm-hmm. so I feel like you can handle your own patients Maybe it'd be cool, I don't know uh, what the reality, like what the logistics is like, but maybe it'd be cool if health science students, potential nurses could like choose a specialty mm-hmm. yeah. while they're in school. I feel like And then they get nice. guided in to- into an office. That, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to know like all of the ins and outs of, like maybe there's a reason people are being placed into Bella Sarah that, totally. that we completely yeah. don't know about. Yeah. Uh, but be. yeah, that would be a really cool but idea though. It's hard to. In the <laughs> ideal world. Exactly. You'd be like, oh, I want to work with pediatrics. So you get placed in a pediatric office. Yeah, yeah exactly. Be- well, I'm sure that's how it works at other colleges. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I can't speak for nursing, <laughs> obviously, but uh, where where I'm 
hoping to get into at Fullerton, they have built-in internships into their art program where you will get to work with specific, specific offices, specific studios. That's cool. Um, so like me, I'm doing graphic design. Well, and in a graphic design internship will be built into my That's cool. into my degree. So yeah. what you're saying sounds exactly like that, what but just for nursing. Yeah. yeah. I just yep. feel like COSO being where it is and being a community college, I feel like it doesn't have all of the uh, opportunities that it could. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, it That's is a very small That's why they call us tumbleweed tech. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't call us that. No. I mean, it is a some small, I don't want to sound you some know, Switzerland do. over here, but I mean, it is a very, it is a very small town. And a very small Just college. call yourself Switzerland. You know, in the You're middle of everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Build your um. mountains high, Naomi. <laughs> but, like, it is hard to, you know, have everything available for every student ever because, I mean, we are a small college. And yeah, it is nice sure. to have a college here that's Definitely. available, yeah. that does have a nursing program, that does have an art program in some way. And, like, you know, we don't, we're not having to go to Bakersfield. We do have this in town, which is, it is really helpful. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they definitely have to yeah. kind of choose their battles. Yeah, we can't be, where we're not a big school. So it's, nope. it's something that we can't force. Nope. On yeah, the but I hopefully think by having these conversations. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> conversations can, are good. <laughs> we can help highlight, like, some of the potential areas that students feel need to be enhanced or increased and yeah maybe we spark an idea and maybe something comes of it maybe not absolutely yeah no I definitely agree with that you were gonna say (laughs) oh say your thing please well I was just gonna say like going off of what Naomi said I think the students that go to Saragossa are super grateful that Mm. this is here that it's close to home oh absolutely that people don't have to move out of their parents house right away and that there is a smoother transition into their adult life and their (laughs) career life um but yeah like you said Cameron also I support that yeah (laughs) yeah we are talking about things that that students want that could be expanded more Mm -hmm. they are talking about bringing our end program yeah so people don't really transfer to oh that's awesome I think that's like the five-year plan though yeah yeah things take time unfortunately (laughs) yeah yeah we're you're seeing things that are in demand. Mm-hmm. And so then the college can say, oh, well, this is an in-demand program. Let's see what we can do. Totally. That's very true. What are the students actually wanting? Are they valuing yeah. over mm-hmm. other things? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Maybe the college doesn't realize that there is a need for nighttime daycare. Exactly. Who knows? And Ooh. there is. Maybe they haven't thought about the fact that <laughs> nurses would like to intern in a field that they're interested in. Who knows? But <laughs> what a concept. Like a lot of people are I know. scared to what say it, though. Concept. Well, yeah. I mean, actually, yeah. Like, in an official capacity, like, because we have students that sit on councils and yeah. go to meetings with administrators, and they're supposed to be there as the student voice. So the students have a vote, and they can kind of get heard. But I, I think that there's this thing that happens when you're a student, when you're a young person, you don't really have that much professional experience, whatever the reasons, Mm -hmm. when you get put in front of administrators or sat at a table with the president of the college or something, (laughs) you're just, yeah, you're too scared, you're too nervous, you don't know what to say, you feel like you just kind of want to blend in, like whatever it is, you don't always get like honesty and like raw, unfiltered. 
there's the idea this is what I would actually that's like. still in your head from like elementary school, middle school, high school. You don't talk back yeah. to your teacher, or you're going to get in trouble. Exactly. Right. I'm not going to exactly. walk up to the dean and be like, "Hey, you know what you hours. should do." <laughs> yeah. Come on, buddy. We need you. Yeah. We need your opinion no way. On this. That would never happen in real life. No. But yeah. because we're sitting here in a room on our own behind microphones, there's sort of this. It's, it's freeing. Yeah. It's freeing. It lets you. Totally. Yeah. I definitely feel a lot better knowing that, like, my opinion is out there and, you know, there might be people who agree with me. Yeah. So, for all I know, these people agree with me and then we could all send a recommendation. Exactly. Or we could all, yeah. like, try to talk to, like, I mean, it's basically still sending a recommendation, but, like, talk to our counselors and have our counselors relay the information. Exactly. Or talk to an EOPS per- uh, person. Wow, good job, Ivana. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, talk to somebody in EOPS or DSPS or, you know, talk to a, talk to a professor. And, like, totally. if they agree, like, I know that their um, Tools for College Success, Renee Mora, mm-hmm. he is very student-oriented. I feel Definitely. like if someone came to him with an idea and if he agreed with that idea, I feel like he'd be all aboard to support. Yeah. Like, because he 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 wants to see people grow. Like, that's one, of, that's one of the things this course is about. We actually l- talked about that in class today. We talked about growth mindset and, like, you know, things that we could do with that. Like, don't just be, have a fixed mindset sitting here and just being like, yeah, well, this is how it is. Just mm. Think about what you could do. Think yeah. about how you could possibly help expand, help change. That's a yeah. good that's point. Really that's neat. a very good point. I bet you he's going to think I didn't pay attention in class today. But you I did. did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's kind of what we're all about. No, here. honestly. So. Yeah. To wrap up, do you have any advice for students becoming mothers? I would definitely or say... Students who have recently become yeah, mothers. Yeah, students who have recently become mothers. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say that if you don't have a support system, you do in the school, in your counselors, in oh, your peers. That. Because I don't have a lot of support in my family, but I've always been able to come up here and confide in my family counselors, my professors, and people that I've met here. Yeah. And a lot of times you have a kid, everyone's just like, oh, that's amazing. Like, you know, and then they they, they kind of just like, that's, you know, you're going to school. So build bonds, you know, build bonds with other moms, you know. Yeah. Even if you're scared to be like, hey, you're a mom too. Like, me too. Like, mine's only like six months. And I mean, if you're going to school when your kid's six months, that's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you like bond hard. with the other moms at the daycare? Um, I haven't. I haven't run into any of the moms. A lot of the kids okay. are there before I drop yeah. my daughter off, and You're then kind of a lot of kids schedules, are gone. Huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I feel like, I feel like a lot of the moms are just kind of trying to get through it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I feel like a lot of people just kind of like internalize. But like, I would definitely say, like, if you're having trouble, seek help. Don't yeah. be afraid to get tutoring, counseling, anything that you feel like would benefit you. Yeah, absolutely. Because I was scared to do that, and I did, and now I'm I'm thriving. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Power to you, Ivana. Yeah. We're small, <laughs> but we're mighty. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you for talking you. about your experience as a new mother and also sharing your struggles with your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can help some people. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. Good luck being a nurse. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Just want to let you all know, next week, February 12th, Wednesday, PTK, that's the local honor society, is having a potluck lunch fundraiser. It's only $5 for a plate. There's going to be all kinds of food there. And it enters you for a chance to guess to win a skincare basket, wholesale value of 100 bucks. 
only $5, way worth it. Come by, it's college hour, 12.30 to 1.30. Get some delicious food. Maybe win a basket for your sweetheart on Valentine's Day. The next episode of our podcast is going to be released on Tuesday, February 25th. It's going to be about parking fees at Saracoso. Where does the money come from? Where does the money go? We're going to have guests on from the student research office. Should be really enlightening. Check it out.